in by Kulusevski. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Up the Spurs podcast. My name is Cooper, and I'm here with Zach. Zach, what's going on, man? How is life? It's been, what? We, okay, well, funny enough, we recorded all those episodes, and then they all got corrupted. Yeah, I, I remember, like, we had hours upon hours of just, like, banter. Uh, yeah. It would have been really great, just that damn corrupt file virus going around. <laughs> I know, man. It's It's taken over the world. I, I've heard a lot from all of our podcast friends. Yeah. We keep hearing corruption. I mean, Joe Rogan personally texted me and said, hey, oh, man, really? has this happened to you? And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. He's an avid listener. That's so. crazy. I, I I can't even believe it. When we were at we were at the uh, San Jose Podcast Awards mm. uh, the other weekend, uh, sadly, we did not come out with any nominations or wins. But it was just so much fun to be able to share with other content creators. And yeah, I remember the, a lot of a lot of people in the crowd like were shocked that we weren't up there. I know. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, some people were like, who the hell are they? And I think they were talking to the people on stage wondering who the hell are these judges? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and see, that's the thing about the Up the Spurs pod. We are we're free flowing. Hanging out in the wind, ready to do things. And. We're always here. Even if we're not, even if the file gets corrupted, we're always here. We yeah. are. But you know who's always here as well? Who? Tottenham Hotspur. In good days. Or and in good bad. and bad. Yes, exactly. They are hanging around. Like Some a, days I really wish they weren't. But It's like a thorn in your neck that's bleeding out. But you oddly kind of like you've developed like yeah. know, a little masochism like. You, you oh, like yeah. the pain a little bit. It chokes you a little, and you're like, yeah. ooh, I kind of like this. I don't... <laughs> this is doing something for <laughs> Am me. Am I going to die? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, is this the end? Does it all go black? But from the recent matches that we covered on the last pods that eventually didn't make it uh, into the public eye, I mean, you had some really good takes I did. on uh, Hoiberg and the the ideal pivot between Madison and Skip, you know, and how you'd love to see Skip get the armband eventually. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think we need to cover that in this episode personally. You know, to each their own. Fair enough. Um, it just it's a shame that those glorious takes got lost to the the void. It is it is such an absolute shame. But what we're here to do is not to reminisce on the past, even though we are talking about a game that happened a little bit ago. <laughs> we're here to talk about Brighton versus Tottenham at home at White Hart Lane, uh, a two one victory against Brighton, which I feel like Brighton are not, I think they should be higher in the table personally. What they're sitting, ugh, they're sitting like eighth or ninth or 10th. Right yeah. They kind of had a bit of a fall off. I know there was a lot of hype with them going mm. into the season, um, you know, about challenging maybe even for those Europa or um, top four spots, but. Cause they're still kicking yeah. around in the conference league right now, or is it Europa league? Are they in the conference league? Europa league. I think they're in the conference league. That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> and and no one gives a shit about Brighton. So there you go. Uh, yeah, no, like we said, a 2-1 victory. But before we dive into the game, let's talk about the starting 11. Uh, Vicario, Udogi, Vandeven, Romero, and Poro, kind of that back five that's finally back together. Uh, Bentenker and Saar with Madison just ahead of them. And then the front three of Werner, Richarlison, and Kulizevsky. Uh from that 11, I know we had Sun and Basuma coming back. Were there any changes that you would have made uh, to that 11? Or is there is that the perfect 11 for you for this match? I guess it really depends on how fit Sonny was. Uh, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I know he had like a short, you know, pretty short turnaround. Um, it probably was the smarter call to just let him rest a little bit and come in versus tired legs. Um, but... Other than that, I don't really think of too much else I would have changed. Um, you know, there's always going to be, I, which is good now that we're having this discussion, but this constant debate now of who's going to play right wing because it's not like either of them have like really made that spot their own. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
you know, you could go either way, rather Decky or Kulisevsky or Decky or Brennan. But right. no, I was I was pretty pretty happy. I was like I said, I was surprised to not see Sun starting, but I wasn't complaining. Yeah, no, I think I was under the impression that Sun would come in for like 20, 30 minutes. Just I mean, kind of like fair. he did. Uh I also thought for some weird reason, I thought Basuma would get a lot more minutes. Mm, but mm-hmm. I, I thought he looked great when he came in. Um I, I don't know. We're gonna dive into the midfield in a bit, but I do want to talk about the the penalty that we gave away in the 17th minute. I you know, watching it again, I think Van de Ven catches him, but yeah. I it feels like there's such a weird discrepancy between what's a penalty now and what's not. You never know. And because that is identical to um was it it was the Brentford match, the first match where Sonny yeah. had it and like turned and got stepped on just like that, and they didn't call it. And I've I- you know, I, I'm not one up there with like conspiracy theorists or anything, so I'm not going to put like a thing out there, but it just feels like we have barely gotten any penalties this season. Just one, right? Yeah, I think I, I think it's just one. I and don't know. What was it? I think it came in in like a, wasn't it like a 4-0 victory that we got the penalty too? I think, and I think that sounds right. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Newcastle. Ah, yeah, yeah. Newcastle at home. Yeah, son. In the 85th minute, got a pen. And I, I don't think. Oh no, I saw a great stat today too. And it was Manchester City and Tottenham are Mm -hmm. the two most ball carrying teams into the box. Into the box. Yeah. And the fact that we've had one penalty, and you want to take a guess how many Man City have had? How many penalties have Man City had? Maybe four. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess six. Uh penalties received. Gotta love transfer market. We really need to get sponsored by them. They use some good <laughs> shit. Uh they've had five penalties. You know, we're right in the middle. <laughs> you know I mean you said I said no, oh, yeah, six. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh my god, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City. Chelsea have had so many penalties. That's Eight penalties. Cole Palmer, that's all he's eating off of. Okay, I won't lie. Listen, I watched the Palace match. He, he had some. He's a baller. He had, like he's listen. I will. You'll never see me give I know, rival I player know. credits. But the dude can move. Like <laughs> he's got. He looks like he's the Grinch running sometimes. Like his legs kick yeah. up so high. But yeah. uh, it is fun to watch that face, though. I'd like to punch. That oh face God, he's just concrete. Like I said, he shushed us, and I want him obliterated. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is another section that I want to dive in after we talk about uh, the midfield. Um, so don't let me forget it. I should probably write it down. Uh, no, no, no. Let's talk about it now. Throw it on Actually. the run sheet. Uh, yeah, the run sheet. Uh, did you get my copy, by the way? Oh, the file got corrupted. Ah, uh, what a man. shame. What a shame. Uh, no, I want to I want to talk about this because I've seen a lot on Twitter recently about it, but Ange is very passive with the referees. Mm-hmm. And we've noticed in the past few games, Brighton, uh, Everton, City, where there's a lot of crowding around Vicario, especially on yeah. corner kicks. And it seems like, I think we got one foul called for us on Vicario. And I think it was rightly so. But... It's there's this lackadaisical feeling around Tottenham where no one's getting in the ref's face or Ange yeah. is not saying anything. Do you think that's hindering us further down the line? I don't know. I, I just, you know what? I think I don't even think it's. I think it's a sub an unconscious like you know sort of bias type thing like. I, I feel like when a lot of people think of, like from a neutral point of view, you think of Tottenham and referees this season. The first thing that comes to your mind is, well, Liverpool, you know, right. they got massively helped. So I I just wonder if that's kind of sitting in the back of people's minds when they think about like, you know, maybe even refs. You know, everyone everyone has that unconscious bias. Um, yeah. That I, I wonder if that kind of, that big, severe call is still looming in the back of people's minds 
the referees in particular yeah. as to why we're not receiving more of these calls, or maybe that's why we're not seeing as much pushback from Ange or anything like that. Um, I don't know. That's a really good call because I feel like Ange is never going to be one to contradict himself. No. In the press. Even though a lot of people have like tried to take his quotes like out of context right, to make it yeah. sound like he's doing it, but he's always been pretty clear. He's not a fan of VAR. Um, and he thinks on-field decisions typically should remain on the field. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. But I think we did file a complaint, did we not? I don't know if it was a complaint. I think we were just asking for clarification on the rule. Mm. So it's the closest to a complaint you can yeah. ask without verbally asking one. Uh, now, I think I think I'm a little frustrated because... And I think this is where all the arguments end up when mm -hmm. talking about like referees is there's just so much inconsistency yep. around yep. goalkeepers and penalties. And uh, will another player be booked for a dive other than just Basuma? Basuma. Yeah. Why not throw throw a red at Basuma? And, exactly. Hey, we did it this season. Now oh, we're yeah. Done. He, here's our one. And yet yep. Raheem Sterling's acting like oh, he gets shot God. every single Game. every time now we're rattled i'm rattled at least oh yeah i'm i'm a professional at getting rattled uh, no. i will admit you're rattly I'm, I'm a rattly you're rattly. Yeah. the rattler and the rattlies uh that's a terrible podcast episode name. <laughs> uh no okay because i know i know there's a lot around uh and especially with the referees and people just love to dig out at Ange now because mm -hmm. i think the the, uh, they're annoyed he says mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why. They're annoyed he says mate and that he is a fun and lovable guy. And I think people just assume they want that from their coach. And yeah. it kind of wears off. Um, Like I said earlier with the starting 11, we had a midfield three of Bentinker, Saar, and Madison. And I think we asked this question on another pod. Mm -hmm. But knowing what you know now about the midfield three, is there an ideal a more concrete ideal starting midfield three that you'd prefer? Well, if we're just going based off of form, <clears throat> well, even that's hard to say because it's not like he's played for us in quite some time, but I think what I would go for in the next game, we'll just say um, I'd pick Madison. Sar has to be in there. And then I, to be honest, I'd throw in Basuma. Um, I think Bentinger has kind of been a little bit slow ever since coming back from his injury. Um, mm -hmm. Not that he's been bad. He's had some good moments, but he just hasn't been the same. And that'll probably come with more game time and just that injury getting less and less, you know, far, farther and farther back. Um, but I just think he's just kind of been a bit slow. He's been given yeah. the ball away uncharacteristically and a few iffy passes. Um, whereas Sar just seems like, man, he is our midfielder right now. Yeah. Madison also has been a little bit slow, but he's had better moments. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he still has that clutch factor, but I think, I think you got to have Sar and Madison in there. And right now I'd probably pick Basuma over Benton Kerr. Yeah. I think, I think that's my midfield three too. Uh, yeah. I will say, cause I, I know you're right about Madison being a little slow. Same with Benton Kerr, but I mean, the first goal doesn't happen without Benton Kerr. Yeah. Uh, and then the second goal doesn't happen without Madison. And it's just funny how poor Benton Kerr was all but can still, Yeah. And can still come up with something brilliant at the end. Yeah, of the I guess I guess I'm more so just living with the... Because I remember he gave it away for like Matoma to have a really good chance. Yeah. Um, and he, he was also at fault for the penalty. Yeah. So... Well, he didn't kill the guy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, I don't know. Like, Again, he's still a quality player, that and that's obvious. It's just a little more consistency. I also think, too, yeah, other than the consistency issue, he's having to play a new role that mm. I don't know if he ever played it at Juventus beforehand. Um, I don't even know where he was before Juve. But I feel like he's always been a lot more creative going forward in that 8 or further forward 10 role. Yeah. And so... I don't know about him sitting back. I do like Basuma there. And yeah. I think that's probably somewhere like some place that we do need to 
strengthen in the summer. And so hopefully that happens, but I'm not sure. Yeah. And I think I think Basuma and Saar just have a bit more chemistry between them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, that is fair. And I, I, I think you're right about Saar. I think right now oh, I'd argue man. he's our best midfielder. Yeah, he's way. he's crazy. Crazy. I mean, yeah, I know Madison's Madison, but once and Madison gets back up. To also, speed. to give uh, Rodrigo a little bit more benefit of the doubt, the dude came back from injury early yes. mm-hmm. and has had to play nonstop. Yeah, um, which is tough, you know, considering we did have Sar and Madison out and Basuma all gone. Um, he's had right. to play a lot of football after not playing for a long time. So is is Lacelso still out too? So Lacelso trained and was fit, but I think they, I think he was a little bit more of a caution as opposed okay. to. Um, like any of the other returnees. Um, so what I saw in a report was that he was going to be rested versus Brighton as a precaution, simply, uh, just to give him a little bit more time and okay. should be good for the next game. But then who knows? He'll probably get injured and be out for 10 more games. So, dude, ah, uh, man, I know you love GL, but it's like yeah. paper mache. It it's really hard. is. It's, it's a shame. It's a He's, shame. I think he's moved on in the summer. Probably, probably, you know, consistency is the, you know, you can be a really talented player, but if you can't consistently be fit, how can you, how can you be in that conversation for like, you know, starting or let alone even, you know, one of the better players in your position. Right. Yeah. Um, Halftime rolled around and do you feel like we played well or it was, I felt like, the opening 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. Brighton were smoking us. Oh, yeah. um, you know, that they had that shot like 47 seconds in um, that mm-hmm. Vicario had to make like a flying save for. Yeah. Um, and like I said, up until like the, probably the 15, 20, 25-ish minutes around in there. After that, we started to regain a little bit more control, um, which was better. But yeah, it was still kind of back and forth mm-hmm. how'd I, you feel man i just i feel like we either start a match super well yeah or super super terrible yeah no in between yeah that's fair no i i think brighton's a bit of a a bogey team in a weird way yeah yeah i, I don't know if it's for spurs but for me in particular I just, yeah i just have horrible memories of them like that potch game um what am I trying to? Was it with Poch? Was oh, that where uh, Loris broke his arm? I think so. Yeah, Did I just have his arm against Brighton. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was the one. I just remember that it was like a horrible, horrible, horrible match, yeah. um, and we just had bad results versus them, you know, in the past before. Um, so yeah, they always kind of give me a little bit of jitters whenever we play them. Yeah, it was a 3-0. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my yeah. God. That was a horrible match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh. Mope, Aaron Connolly scored twice. Oh, no, I, thank you. I hate Mope. <laughs> that guy rattled yeah, he me. He knows how to rattle. <laughs> he, he does. He is a rattler. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hate him so much. And then wasn't even me. It was the whole team, though. Man, oh, he, he got I them know. all. <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel like. Not to talk talk on you know previous games, but man, yeah. No, I know. And Ange even had to say, like in in the presser afterwards, like can't let other people, yeah, like whatever influence us. And then, did you see Mope against Man City? Yeah, yeah. He was saying shit about Kyle Walker's kids. (laughs) Yeah, and I Kyle Walker went up to the ref and said, "I'm gonna kill him" (laughs) or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. If uh. If there's any chance, I know it's impossible. I'd bring Walker back, hands down. I know he just signed a contract, but yeah, I'm good. What? I'm good. I don't know. I just he's getting up. Like, I don't know. He's I, what is he? Thirty two. He is. He's thirty three. Dude, the guy's yeah, got pace for days. Still, he does. But like, I just, I genuinely do have concern over like his off the field stuff. Like how that could bleed maybe into some of his performances. Um, That's fair. Because 
Yeah, you know, in a in a Man City team, you can kind of like not not saying he's been bad. He's you know he's been good for them. Um, but I just worry a change of system and everything like that could. I don't know with everything going on in his life. You know, he's talking about how he has this three million dollar mansion that he just lives in alone now. It's just yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, wait, I don't know. Is he like? Is he separated from his partner then? Oh yeah. So yeah, he oh, got wait. another. He got another girl. Like yeah, yeah. Oh. He has. Yeah, it's a messy situation. Kyle Walker's going through it. He is. He's having a, a time. You know why? So because he was rattly. He got rattled. He was. He he got rattled. <laughs> got absolutely rattled. Uh, oh man. No. Um. Halftime rolled around. I was a little worried. Uh, we made some substitutions right after the first goal. Um, yeah, no, as we said, Benton Kerr kind of danced around. Mm-hmm. A few people lost the ball like 17 times. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow got it. Uh, it's Kulazewski. And man, what a ball. Oh, oh, that ball. Now, I mean, yeah, yeah, he was. Was he trying to hit Sar or was yeah. he trying oh, yeah, to play yeah. it deeper? Okay. I think he was hitting Sar. Because, like, like I, you I've could see it. it from both ways, but, um, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I think I, okay, I know it was the right move to slot it across from Sar. We got really lucky. Yeah. Coming off the post. I I don't know why, but it gives me so much joy seeing Lewis Dunk not succeed at something. Because I think, <laughs> man... I have an awful take. I think Lewis Dunk is a top six defender. Yeah, I think he's incredible. I've I've want I've called for before in the past, like on Twitter and stuff, or maybe even conversations we've had on here. Um, I think I think we did have a a summer conversation about him. How I said, you know, I wouldn't say no to Lewis Dunk, even though he's at his age. Oh, um, yeah, he's what like thirty one, but yeah, it might have been in the Conte era that I I said that. But that's the uh, thing, though. I it, hot take: if we have a uh, a Lewis Dunk during yeah. Mourinho or Conte, we win a trophy, hands yeah. down. I think we win a trophy. He's really good. He's really good. Um, he doesn't. I I think just because he's just a regular old English bloke who isn't the f- paciest, he just mm-hmm. doesn't get the credit he deserves. But yeah, he's a he's a good player, dude. He's like a six foot three, just dude, <laughs> just that just headers it out. And yeah. I, he's like a Harry Maguire, but good. Yeah, and I I yeah. think that's the thing. Like, there's this this concept of what you want in a player, especially yeah. as a an English center back. He mm. just doesn't pass the aesthetics. You know, no. test, yeah. and I think that's where a lot of people lose interest in him. Um, but yeah, he's he is great. You know who's not great? <laughs> what a transition! Who I know, and I think we dodged a massive bullet. Ansu Fati. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, he, he did have that chance um, versus us, but his I think, injury record—it's yeah, just, yeah, man. It it's hard. Like I know yeah. he's got the injuries and stuff, but I just I look at that player and I think of all the players we could have picked up, and we ended with Werner technically and Solomon. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't even know if we're ever going to see Solomon play again. Who knows? <laughs> does he exist? Uh, I think from his Instagram, he does exist. Yes, you know, fair. Okay, uh, yeah. I think we dodged a massive bullet, and I'm happy with Werner so far. Um. But no, I was a little worried. I won't lie. Uh, with uh, the prospect of Ansu Fadi going to Brighton, because I thought, yeah. shit, they're going to develop him. And also, I do want to talk about this before we get into the last goal. Uh, Evan Ferguson. What the hell happened to that guy, man? Wasn't he supposed to be this 100 million pound player? He, I mean, <laughs> he's very good. It's just, we've seen it before. Like, Brighton, they don't, he's not a regular starter. That's um, I don't get it. Jao Pedro's out. And you're starting Danny Welbeck over him. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's we've, it's been this way for quite some time. Like he, Ferguson doesn't get consistent runs of games. Um, Weird. Yeah. I don't know. So must, there might be something that, you know, deserve sees, but I don't know. I will say though, in the most Brighton way, they subbed on in the 90th minute, Carlos Baleba and Benicio Boyati. 
if those aren't two Brighton superstars in they are years, in the making, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're just going to be, absolutely. oh man, we got to sign Boyate. Oh, <laughs> going to be, he's going to revolutionize the midfield. Man, Brighton, oh, man, they're so good at making money. Like, oh yeah, look at that Caicedo deal, man. Yeah. Like looking back at it, McAllister as well. Yeah, yeah, McAllister. I, I, well, I think it's, I think it's different. Yeah, but he's been okay, but. Yeah, that that Caicedo looks. Ooh, man, I don't know yeah. if it's a potch thing when it comes to Caicedo, but he... I just never thought he was a mil- like a hundred million pound player. Like, no. how much was how much did Bellingham go for? Do we know? The Madrid Wasn't it was like, like one million or was it? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we're going to find out. Because oh yeah, absolutely. We, we have the power of the internet. 110 million dollars. Um, I was gonna say I thought it was 115 or something, but um yeah. Dude, you want to talk about Barcelona being in debt, by the way? Like <laughs> Usman Dembele, 173 million. And then Coutinho was like 120. Sorry, I'm getting so off topic. My ADHD. Yeah, is man. Just... It, it's crazy. Like Pick that club should not exist. <laughs> oh, I know. It's just disgusting. Um, and you know what's funny? Last thing we'll touch on non-Spurs stuff, but I found it You think that'll be the last thing we touch on? Dude, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to spit out some bullshit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But that, um, what am I trying to say? The La Liga, I'm sorry, but I can't, I have a hard time taking any league seriously if the league president is coming out and talking about transfers to certain clubs like the La Liga president coming out and talking about Mbappe to Real Madrid is you know 60% done it's like what like weird what a like I get it that league needs Madrid and Barcelona and to an extent Atletico to thrive in order for them to be relevant and successful Um, which so I get it obviously one of the best players in the world coming to your league is like a big deal but that just feels so shady and corrupt and unprofessional to like be talking about it in just such an open and public forum it's yeah. crazy to me no it is crazy. it is a little weird and i think i mean it's corruption wise when it comes to la liga like, like imagine like two seasons ago if the president of the premier league was talking about yeah man city might be getting cane you know yeah, that would no. be a, like what uh, and then if he actually did make the move, oh yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah. Okay, last thing, know. Kane, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, listen, I just I'm I'm in my bitter girl era, you know. Hell yeah, I'm in that that post breakup, you know, bitterness. Then is it so? Is it? Are you in denial or is it? What's no, the, what's the I, step? I've I've accepted and now I'm just like laughing. <laughs> okay. I don't know what stage of grief that is. I don't know either. I don't laughing. know. I guess L A F F I L A laughing. Yeah. Listen, thanks Harry for everything, but I just if any player leaves us in their prime for a step up, hey, fair enough. I don't support you anymore. I don't like you. You know, you didn't want to be here at our you know, it with us in your prime. I get it. I get the move, but I don't like you for it. I think you're in stage six, which is <laughs> testing. Maybe, maybe because shock, denial, anger, bargaining, depression. I think we've gone through those. Oh yeah, I feel like depression was first stage for well, me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, because I think originally when I saw it, I was like, oh no, and that's the shock, and then I was Man. a little frustrated. I don't think I went through denial, but then testing and then acceptance. I was definitely in denial. Like the whole like 24, 48 hours before it happened, I had to delete some tweets that I was sending to some Bayern fans because I was like, you guys don't know Daniel Levy. He will not. You know, oh God. It oh was, my God. Yeah. yeah. I was advocating for Levy as like a way for, yeah, it just, it was dark times. But hey, we're thriving under Ange Ball. Forget that. English Harold Kane with a C. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't need him. Uh, no, we had a massive uh, triple change uh, bringing on Son Johnson and Basuma, which mm-hmm. eventually formed the uh, Blue Eyes White Dragon, which is the Sons of Tottenham, which I will name the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sons yeah. Of Tottenham, yeah. Uh, with uh, 
Richarlison, Son, Madison, and Johnson all coming on, which what's uh you ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Collect cards. What's is it zero dose or what's the what's the it's like you get the five cards. Oh, Exodia. Exodia. Thank you. Yeah. We formed Exodia. We need one yeah. more son, I think, to get the five. <laughs> we do. We do. Do we have any other sons on the team? I don't think so. We can Matt. find one in the transfer market. Emerson. <gasps> oh my god, Emerson. So yeah, we need one more son. We need anyway. one more. Um, um. <laughs> no, yeah. When all of them came on, I thought, and that was right after the goal. I thought it was a odd time to make a change. First off, I would have waited a few minutes. And I think, are you critical of Postacoglu's subs during this game at all? I'm not as much as I see a lot of people losing their minds over it. I I don't really have much of an issue with, like, I thought a lot of the subs that, well, the subs that he made today, I say today, but the Brighton mm -hmm. game, like, it made sense to me. I don't, I don't see where a lot of people are drawing their criticism from. Do you, what, do you have some? No, I think the criticism comes from the Everton match and bringing on Hill and Skip. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. there were a few chances in that game where Hill just looked out of his depth. Yeah, I, I think those changes were probably just more so about trying to conserve energy. And because, like, that's one thing you usually get out of Skip and uh, Brian is just, like, running and being a nuisance and yeah. um, high energy. Um, especially Brian. He's just like a d little chicken with his head cut off. He yeah, runs everywhere. I I think the difficult part too is I I don't know where the blame goes from Postacoglu to heal, especially yeah. in that Everton game where yeah. it's like at what point do we say, well Postacoglu shouldn't have brought him on, sure, but his decision making on the field was awful. Should Postacoglu have said something to him or did he say something to him? I don't really know. It's also yet. hard because like we only see these players in the game. Yeah, that he might be a superstar in training, and it's just. It's hard to like judge off of like, hmm, should I go off solely how he performs in a game? Or if he's been crazy all mm -hmm. week, should he get that chance? Um, yeah. And that's one side that we don't see. Um, so we really only get one viewpoint of it. Yeah. And after that triple change, I don't, I can't remember us having like a really good chance at all um, for like the last 30 minutes of the match. Yeah. Enough. And we had another Brennan, sub. I think Brennan had a few miscues, but um, I think, yeah, I think Brennan. Oh yeah. Brennan had a through ball where he kind of hit it right to the keeper, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but after, after that triple change, we had Hoiberg and Davies come on for Sar and Udogi. Mm -hmm. um, I do think in the summer we need a new left back, not yeah. as to replace, but rotation. Same yeah. with right back. Funny enough. I think Poro. I think, I think yeah, he needs a he needs a break. He needs a break. And I almost wonder if I mean we play Wolves next, and then who's after Wolves? It's like, uh, do we go? Oh, it was supposed to be Chelsea. Funny enough, yeah, no. After so we Wolves, have a break, we have Palace at home. They they will probably have a new manager by then. You think? Ooh, dude, I don't know. Weird shout, Ryan Mason. Genuinely, yeah, yeah. That would I be mean, cool. if it's not, I feel like I know Vieira was just there, but I feel like Crystal Palace having an English manager is yeah. It just needs to happen. Yeah, and I think Potter might be in the house, works. Yeah, Potter. How's Carrick still doing? Ooh, Boro. I don't know how many because like I stopped hearing about them. Yeah, I think they kind of tumbled down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, they're 12th. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I think I think the uh, top six managers next year will be super, super interesting. Um, yeah, it's crazy with Klopp leaving, man. Klopp leaving. And I, I think it's got to be Zabi, right? Oh, I know. Who else would it be? Like, really? I can't, I can't imagine anyone else. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to go to our first break really quickly, uh, and then we will dive into uh, the game winner against Brighton. Do you ever feel down? Do you ever feel frustrated? I do too. So don't worry. I've realized that going through life through the motions is not worth it. 
And the best thing to do is to support Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Ooh. has given me the brightest days. They've also given me the deepest valleys. But at the end of the day, I know that the sun's going to rise tomorrow. And that's all thanks to one man, Ange Postacoglu. Ange Postacoglu's spurs have revolutionized. <laughs> Damn it. I was... Ah, oh, man, I thought the I thought the ad break was gonna work. Man, that you know, oh. it, for for the listeners, right before he started, he's like, "Give me ten seconds. Let, let let me just let me do something here." I'm like, I'm sitting here with bated breath, wondering what's happening, and then I just get this full on ad ad. When I said great. when I said, "Do you ever feel down?" I heard you go, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no." I, I really thought you were going to a much darker place. Oh, so. no. No. Oh, I should have. So. Oh, dude, you know what we need to start doing? And this is all recorded because we can start doing this later. If we start doing the part ones and part twos where we have the ad break in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> should do an ad on whatever we talked about on part oh, one. That's great. That's so, great. like, I know I've had the five stages of grief in my life. Like, and just going in. Ah, oh, that would be great. Now. Oh, that's funny. Um. Yeah, no, let's finish out Brighton. So <laughs> we've got all the subs out of the way. I think there was a there was a period for about 10 minutes when I was really worried. Yeah. We were going to concede. Brighton was just kind of possessing the ball and pinging it around us. Felt like old school Mourinho days where we were just trying to see out a draw uh at home against a side that we are better than at the end of the day. Yeah. Felt weird. And then finally. We were given an opening with Madison, Richarlison, and Son all linking up in the middle of the field. And before we dive into like that link-up play and uh, we talk about the uh, goal, um, I would like to say Van Hecke or Van Hecke yeah. or Brighton. Yeah. Great player, uh, yeah. but was following... Um, Madison around. Yep, the whole match and Just trying I, to take him out of the game. Yeah, yeah. I remember Madison had it on the edge of our eighteen, and he had Romero and Vandeven on the sides of him, and Van Hecke was in his back trying to dispossess him. Mm -hmm. And I, what did I say? Did I say something in the group chat about it? I think I did. I think so. I think you did. I can't remember what you said, but I remember his name being mentioned. I think I said. Uh, I don't think I said anything actually. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just thought about it really hard. I think I did too. Um, man, that would have been great if I did. But yeah, no, Van Hecke feel felt like he was just following Madison around. If we could finally get a chance to break him, uh, break down that midfield and just bypass everything, yeah, we'd get that. And if you notice from the ball through to Madison. Uh, from Madison to Richarlison, mm -hmm. we bypass Van Hecke and Dunk. They're both out of position yep. at that point. Son's always going to win a foot race, especially when he's only played 15, 20, 30 minutes uh, throughout the match. And Richarlison lays it off nicely to him, crosses it into the box for BJ, and Johnson puts it away. And I thought someone was offside at first, just from the celebration. And I, I don't know if I felt relief from the goal. It felt like, ah, okay, cool. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I know you love Johnson and he's your mm -hmm. man. Um, were you, were you going through any emotion when you saw that goal going? Um, I was really happy for him. Um, but at the same time, like, well, one, you know, great link up play between all the players. Oh, yeah. really, um, good. really good. Um, because I was just kind of nervous when the ball got played over to him, just because, like, man, like we've seen it so many times that like you got to take your chances. And I was just worried that if we didn't take this chance, I didn't mm -hmm. think there was going to be another one. Um, but Sonny, you know, coming back delivers that ball through, and oh, man. Just, I was really happy, but then also, I will not lie. After that goal, um, the I think the very last action of the game, they had a corner, yeah, and they brought Steele up, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's nothing. I don't know what it is. There's just nothing that scares me more than seeing a team just throwing every single one of their players into the box for a corner. Oh, um, that and knowing that the game's going to end right after. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I so there, there would be no chance to. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and the scary part for me was that steel was actually close to it and he's, he was he the tall was. man. Yeah. So I'm just always so worried about that. Yeah. So but no, I, I was happy for Brennan. Um, like I said, he gets so much stick. Um, really? And does. he really, really does. Yeah. I just, I don't know if it's because aesthetically he doesn't, you know, he's not the silkiest player. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like Brennan. I think, yeah, no, I like him too. And I wonder where if fans like frustration comes from the fact that we signed him for a big fee, which he has no control over, but from a lower club where he was the guy. Yeah. And so now people are expecting that kind of output in a bigger team. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's not that guy. You're not going to be that guy at Spurs. It's, it's, we're a team that doesn't have to have that guy, which is, great. but the thing is like, he's still like, he's had three goals and four assists now. Like that's not bad. No, um, no, it's not. It's you know, great. you know, I mean, the previous years we've had solely relied on Harry Kane, mm -hmm, you know, exactly. Son would chip in. Yeah. But it's solely been Harry. And now we're like seeing it spread around a bit more. I mean, son is still doing some things. Um, but yeah, I mean, not everyone is going to be him for every match like we saw with Harry Kane. But I still think he's been doing, you know, good finding his role, you know, getting his feet under him. Um, and he's still young. You know, people people forget he's he's 22. Like he's got time. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think he was ever this dribbly winger that we no. ever thought he was. No, he he was a like he is. Hey, we're going to make a break really fucking quick. Hey, Brennan, get on this. Aye, aye, Captain. You know. Exactly, yeah. So I I was really happy to see him score. Um I don't know if I'm ready for him to start yet. Yeah, and that's like, fair. Yeah. No, I like him coming off the bench and having this crazy pace for 30 minutes. Uh I don't think he's in our best three forwards yet. And that was actually yeah. One of the questions I wanted to ask, what's the best three front three right now, man, that's tough. Um, it's tough because ooh, I, I just don't feel like any, so Richie and Sonny are obviously in there. Um, I just feel like any one of the other three hasn't been consistent. Like right. they've all had glimpses and moments, you know, I think, Overall, on player ability, I want to say it's Kulisevsky. You know, we've seen yeah. him do it before. But Werner's, Werner's come in. He's made some good contributions, made some good tidy runs. But if we were to put Timo in there, well, I mean, Sun's pretty both-footed, but you shift Sun to the right, it kind of feels like you're losing a bit out of him. Um, and it's kind of the same with, you know, I don't know, with... It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would probably say Kulisevsky for right now. Um, okay. Just just simply how, like, that last pass that he made to Sar, like, and he had he did have some really good moments. Like, he had one that he tried to dig out from under him, um, but still, like, tried to get it on target. I don't know. It's Man, really tough between them all. I, I think Decky has to be in there. Um, I just want the guy to shoot. Shoot the ball. That's that's what it is with me. He, I think he just tries to think and finagle it too much. And mm -hmm. like, yeah, we know you're left footed, bro. Shoot it. Yeah. Who cares if the opposition knows you're left footed? Shoot the ball. It it reminds me a lot of like Deli Alley in a weird way, where Deli would get the ball stuck under his feet and slow the play down so much. Yeah, he would. And he would try to he would then he would try to do some like unnecessary pass. Yeah. And yeah, it would just kind of kill it. Uh, I think if Decky just kind of got that bit more killer instinct about him, mm -hmm. um, man, he could, he could light up the goal. Yeah, no, he really could be. Cause uh, I don't, I don't know many of our attackers like Sonny, obviously, but like can curl the ball like Decky. Mm -hmm. 
it, when he hits it right, Decky can curl a ball so well. Yeah. So, so well. And I just wish, wish we'd see that more. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I also, I, I know you said Richie's in there. I think on form, he's mm. in there for me. I will say Sun through the middle and then Werner on the left might that be. That could ideal. be interesting. Yeah. I, I know he's had a really, really great past 10 games, Richie. Mm-hmm. I think against Brighton, he showed me that he should not be in the 11 hmm. next season. Yeah, I, know, I guess it, I guess it depends. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's harsh, but I think every, every time I look at a striker that needs to be in a pep or an and system, you have to have something about you that's like, incredible so it outweighs everything else like uh Kyogo for Celtic mm. great finisher Holland yeah. for City fantastic finisher Alvarez for City yeah very very good at off the ball movement and he's quick with Richie I feel like he's good at a lot of things but I don't feel like he's great at anything yeah that's fair that's fair like he did have a like Benton Kerr earlier on in that game played him brilliantly like through yeah. and he had a one-on-one with the keeper and just, you know, didn't, didn't finish it. I, so I, I get what you're saying. I just, I, I'd like to maybe see him given, I mean, he's obviously going to be playing for the rest of the season. Yeah. But I just think that surgery and probably that therapy has helped him so much. So if he keeps performing, it, it you know, kind of becomes tough to, argue against him but you know i think i think going into next season even if we do have someone else in that main number nine position i think he's a hell of a you know player to have no yeah i I completely agree and i don't want to come across as like i'm not grateful i just feel like in that game especially against brighton he was given three chances or so to do good things and he did one good thing and that was lay the ball off to sun and so i I think I'd like someone a little more clinical in that role. That's fair. If we're thinking about ways we can improve. Um, No, uh, a massive win, a massive three points for Spurs. Yeah. It felt a lot uh, more relieving. Yeah. A few hours after the match, because I was like, oh my God, that wouldn't have been a draw. Brings us into the top four race and all that. And especially with Aston Villa. Aston Villa now dropping points. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And storming up the table and such. Uh, yeah. Next match is against Wolves. I I feel like when we last played Wolves, it was coming at an odd time for us. I think didn't mm-hmm. we we were missing a few people, if I remember correctly. And so I feel a little bit more confident this way around. At home, uh, Wolves seem to have struggled recently. They just lost to uh, Brentford. Um, I think... I think it'll be a good match. I'd like to see us get three points wrapped up really quickly. And then I think we head off for the international break. So that man, so many international breaks already. Mm. Uh, is there anyone from the 11 that you're wanting to see? Uh, anyone from the squad that you're wanting to see in the first 11? Uh, probably Basuma. Yeah. Um, Basuma's the main one. Um, Basuma saw Madison, like we said earlier. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, to be honest, I'm not advocating for it because I always think he should play, but I would not be surprised to see um, Pedro Porra given a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, we do have that break coming up. So, you know, maybe he'll get a rest then. I don't yeah, know. I don't know if he'll go to Spain or whatever, but... I I, I don't think so. I, I don't think yeah. he gets that many call-ups, does he? Yeah, I don't think he really does either. I, I mean, we might be totally wrong, but... yeah. Yeah, no, I think Poro um, just Basuma. Yes, yeah. yeah. but you know what? I don't know. Like the more and more I'm thinking about it, like Wolves. Yeah, they haven't been in the best form, but man, like they they've got some attackers, man. Yeah, you know, Wang Cunha. Cunha's been on fire. Yeah, Neto. Um, Neto. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I man, I don't think it'll happen because we feel. I feel like we have like 75 wingers. At the club now, Neto. Oh, I mean, he's on our list. 
Um, Same with, uh, isn't there one other other than Williams? um, yeah, it was Rafinha. That's who. Yeah. Yeah. Not crazy about that, to be honest. Me either. Nope. But yeah, no, I is Neto. Yeah. Neto is healthy, right? I think so. Yeah, he is. No, not that I don't want anyone to be unhealthy, but <laughs> just would prefer if uh, he didn't play, maybe oh, wait. get some. Wolves Express. Hold on. Let, let, you know, let's live look at this. Lovely. Um, Quang and Cunha um, have injuries. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I like Cunha a lot. Yeah. Good player. Yeah. Yeah, you got Yeah. Cunha got subbed off in the last match. Yeah, you got a got a hamstring. Twentieth minute. Oh yeah, twentieth Yeah. minute. Uh, and then he said Huang should be fine. So, Oh, I love Wang. but Good. but Cunha definitely being out. I mean, he dumped a Hattie on uh, Chelsea. So, yeah, he's been in good Yeah, form. but I will say, someone in particular comes comes home on Sunday or Saturday when we play Wolves. The doctor. Oh, give him the farewell that he should have had. I think he got a good farewell. <laughs> A oh shit, we can't have this many loan players. ah, there Contract. goes your contract. There goes your contract. <laughs> exactly. Now, um. Yeah, no, great match against Brighton. I'm looking forward to Wolves. I'm, I think we're starting to pick up a little more steam uh, We're after getting being players out. back. Yeah, Yeah, man, players that's coming the back. big thing. No more competitions other than the league. I'd love to see a top four at the end of the day. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add, Zach? Um, no, I don't think, um, just feeling good, feeling fine. And, and pasta coglu, I'll make you mine. Mwah. <laughs> yeah. In honor of Valentine's Day, when this pod will come out, Hey, hey there it's a we beautiful go. That's way to exactly end. what was going through my mind. Not just some weird thoughts. There you go. Whoa. On that note, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will hit you back after the Wolves game. Up the Spurs. Up the Spurs. Up the Spurs. Yeah, up the Spurs. Fuck. You've been listening to the Up the Spurs podcast with Cooper, Zach, and Ian. You can find us at... up the spurs pod on twitter we are not anywhere else besides twitter uh you can find ian at ian underscore arch zach at the thfc and cooper at an american spur thanks for listening music by jean-claude and the eclairs as always up the spurs